This is Face the Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode 120, The Bouncer. The Bouncer was released in October 1983 as a B-side track on the British 12-inch single of Four Little Diamonds. The non-album track wasn't released to the rest of the world until the Afterglow box set came out on June 15, 1990. It was recorded in 1981 and was set to be the B-side for the British release of Hold On Tight. Things changed at the last second and the song was released with When Time Stood Still as the B-side. In the liner notes for the 2001 remaster of Time, Jeff Lynn wrote, This was done later in the session for Time because I needed a loud one. The background vocals were inspired by Monty Python's Mounties Choir. He skips and jumps, he likes to press wildflowers, he puts on women's clothing and hangs around in bars. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. Let me tell you about my issue with this song, The Bouncer. It was supposed to be released as the B-side of uh, Hold On Tight. It was all set to go. So we're going to make it here. This, this, we made the announcement. Uh, the Bouncer. It's going to be the B-side for Hold On Tight for the British release, only in, in England. In America, you get When Time Stood Still. And then someone at the last minute said... Eh, maybe not. I'll just stick when time stood still. Same release as the American version. Who's who's going to care? Who's going to know? So in 1985, a British copy of Hold On Tight filtered into my record collection. And in 1990, when Afterglow came out, and I found out about Bouncer, and heard it and read the liner notes that came with the, the box set that this was supposed to be the B-side for the British release of Hold On Tight, I was, I was mad. It would have been so cool as an American ELO fan collecting ELO records to have a ELO song that was not released in America. It's like you're cooler than everybody else because you have this exclusive, but you don't have it, but you have the standard issue American release of Hold On Tight just like everybody else. So that's my issue with The Bouncer. I missed out on having an ELO song that wasn't released in America. And I've had dreams like that. I've actually had a lot of dreams like that throughout my life where I come across this ELO stuff that wasn't released in America and had never heard before. So this was a dream that could have came true, but somebody somewhere said, eh, not going to do it. As for the song, I stone cold straight up friggin' love the song. The first time I heard it, I thought it was friggin' great. I can't get enough of it. 
When I said Rock and Roll is King is the last great ELO song, I meant recorded for a specific album, not something recorded for a previous album that sat unreleased for a couple years. This one was recorded for time, or at least during the time sessions anyway, so so this one doesn't qualify as the last great ELO song. As far as I'm concerned, it's a damn good great ELO song, though. Uh, belongs as a flip side. When Time Stood Still, it's such a better song than this. So I'm kind of glad that they relented and decided that that was going to be the flip side no matter what. It may have been recorded during the Time Session, but doesn't sound like anything from Time. It sounds like an outtake from New World Record or Out of the Blue. It's not a horrible song. I just find it kind of just there. I mean, it didn't do anything for me. I think they've done this so much better prior to this, and I think they were trying to do something that sounded a little bit more like their old stuff at the time and just didn't fit anywhere. So it ended up on a B-side where it belonged. And it just doesn't seem to have the same spark as the sound that they were trying to imitate from previous albums. Uh, It is better than Benny the Bouncer, because if you go from ELO to ELP, you get into one of ELP's worst songs ever. So it's not on that type of level, it's just kind of on the level of, huh, okay, well, that was interesting, next. (laughs) See, this time I'm going to call you a horrible baby-eating monster, and and this time I'm going to mean it. Because, as I said, as far as I'm concerned, this is a great friggin' song, and I always love it. And I never get tired of hearing it. And there have been plenty of times when I've said, Sweet Jesus, I gotta hear the bouncer. I was looking on the YouTube where so many people were talking about how they were loving it and everything, and it was a great unreleased song, and I'm sitting there going, No, it's something that Jeff Lynn can do with his eyes closed. It feels phoned in. It just doesn't feel like it's anything that inspiring or that interesting is is all in fact i'm trying to figure out why they call it the bouncer unless it's just because it's a bouncy song and that's about all i can think of there's no bouncer involved i was expecting some story of some guy kicking people out of the strip bar and (laughs) or and fighting in the streets and stuff like that and it just didn't get that i got just a regular Kind of second-rate ELO song with a little bit of a torch song feeling thrown in in the middle of it. Well, I love it. I like it better than When Time Stood Still. I think it's a great rocker, and it really gets me moving. So next time I see you, maybe maybe it's just time to find a new host. Maybe that's what the issue is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good luck finding somebody who wants to come on just to review Balance of Power. (laughs) (laughs) There are... Fans, Yeah, I think the, the issue is reliability of uh, maintaining a, a schedule before they get tired of it. And it's like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I have to come back to you with flowers and a bouquet of records. Baby, I'm so sorry. Will you, will you please come back? I forgive you for the bouncer. That's romantic. It was recorded for time. And listening to the lyrics, that's obviously that it was recorded for time. I think it may have some hint of what happens to the guy. And I think he, he gets home. Because in the lyrics it says, And I know I'm coming home. And I know I am coming home. As the light grows ever brighter, he sees her face. And as the light grows ever brighter, I see your face. So maybe that's, he's looking into the time transporter, and he's about to jump through. 
But she says, darling, you must have been dreaming. So again, it, it kind of goes back to uh, Twilight. Is it real or is it just a dream? Hmm. I wasn't really listening to the lyrics too much. I oh. was just kind of just getting through it. <laughs> oh, it's full-on time lyrics. How he misses her, wants to go back home. The things I've seen of aren't meant for the eyes of our time. In that case, that kind of doubles down on why it shouldn't be there on time is because it works better if everything's left to the imagination. Right, and I can see why it would have been left off of time since it does seem to wrap things up that he's coming back home and he's talking with his lady, unless he's imagining the conversation he'd be having with her when he gets back to 1981. That's what I want. I'll be so happy back home. This does seem like he gets back home and he talks to her and he tells her, man, the things that I have seen. That's what I said after having to deal with an ex. Things I have seen. (laughs) Uh, The things I went through. Yeah, yeah, that happens sometimes too with me. (laughs) But I always go back to the bouncer because I love it. That's true. Yeah. In fact, some exes, uh, you just wish there was a bouncer hanging around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, have, have we covered this? Because I think it's a we've co- great... We've covered this, and I'm sure I'm going to get some um, words from some yellow fans. I sure hope so, because this time I'm going to be egging them on. I kind of sat back and laughed at all the jungle stuff, but yeah, this time I'm going to be like, he's right over there. Go get him. I'm going to sit back and just eat some sugar-free chocolates and enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> Got something to say about the bouncer? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? That's what I want. I'll be so happy. That's what I want. I'll be so happy. That's what I want. How are you so happy back home? In what can be seen as a break from the digital Rama world of secret messages, this outtake from time proves the differences between both albums in many ways. Mainly the digital plastic rigidness versus the analog joy. I don't know where this recording fits into Time's track order, but it's a strong indication that this would have been a real epilogue after everything stands still and silent at the very end of the set. Plus, I don't think Jeff will ever top the screaming, flippy black vocals here. He mentioned the Python's Lumberjack song influence, and I can certainly believe it. Only done to 11 as if the choir sniffed serious amounts of airplane glue. Forget the throat lozenges, hosers. You need rehab. It is too bad that this didn't get released alongside the other Time B-sides, as it would have added even more to the majesty and the mythology of the entire piece. Well, I don't know about the second M-word. Jeff can write them and produce them in his old grand's fashion, but as far as plot, Time's central character is just as whiny, if not more, than the one in El Dorado. 
Maybe Jeff should have collaborated with Douglas Adams in this category. Great moments in electric light orchestra history. Oh, I remember it with, with fondness because, you know, I remember writing the songs I, I vividly, just sitting down. I remember writing, say, Evil Woman and Telephone Line in my mum and dad's house in, in Birmingham, England, thinking, wow, I think that sounds, that sounds like it'll be good, that. And taking it and showing everybody in the group, uh, you know, what to play and uh, doing the arrangement of it, basically. And then, but the amazing thing is, it was a hit at the time, but then they still keep playing them and 25 years later, they still play them, and so that's the marvellous bit. I mean, just to get it in the charts in the first place, it seemed like, you know, wow, I wonder if that'll ever happen. And, so, and then, like, the idea of getting a gold disc was really, I used to look at other people getting them presented on TV shows and go, oh, you lucky bastards. And, you know, now I've got hundreds of them, so, sorry, big head, but I've got a lot of them. And so I realised that what you do, if you work hard and you do your best, then, you know, it sticks around. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like this song. I have braces on. They're gold and silver. And I'm going to have these on for 12 years or a month, I think. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, Secret Messages bonus tracks. <laughs> <laughs>